Welcome to the Nutrition Burnout Podcast, your home for food and body obsession. I'm your host, Christy Brown, founder and creator of Intuitively Strong. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another mind-blowing episode of Nutrition Burnout. Oh, I'm really, really pumped for this episode here because as I am speaking, it is this Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, doggy, that one used to get me because... As a former binge eater, chronic dieter, I know that vacations, weekends away, I'm from Michigan, so we go up north all the time, going up north, um, it always meant binging for me. I would always try my best. I would be like, no, I'm staying on plan. I'm going to pack my meals. I'm going to make sure I bring my prepped meals and I'm going to eat this. And once the smell of the hot dogs, you know, the hamburgers on the grill, that smell just wafted over into my general vicinity, I was like, oh, nope, done. I did not want the dry chicken and broccoli anymore. I wanted that greasy burger. I wanted the cheese. And my thought process was, well, it's the weekend. And if I'm going to do it, I might as well go hard. And then we'll just get back to it on Monday. And hence the reason why vacations, weekends away, uh, anything like a holiday was a huge trigger for me to binge. So I want to give you my top five ways to eat healthy, not only like before, during, but especially after you get back from your vacation, your weekend away, whatever it is, because this is going to help you tremendously because it's what you do after the binge that actually either sets you up for another binge or it sets you up for balanced eating. So that is where the key is implemented is what you do after. So I want to just kind of put myself into your place right now because I will never forget the first time that I came back from a weekend away with my husband and we were going um, to Northern Michigan for a golf trip. We're huge golfers. I love to golf. And I'm like, okay, Christy, you can do this. You can do this. And I'm like, Christy, you've been practicing for so long. It's been like a year. Yeah, this was my time to shine. We were driving up there and we stopped at a restaurant to grab some breakfast before hitting um, the Northern Michigan courses, which are freaking phenomenal and gorgeous, by the way. And my husband was like, all right, so what sounds good for breakfast? And I'm like, oh, instantly in my head. I was like, fruit, oatmeal, and some scrambled eggs. And I immediately, like out loud, was like, whoa, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And my husband looked at me and was like, wait, what are you, are you talking to yourself? What's going on? I'm like, it, it was the craziest thing when that decision, it was so lightning fast, how I was like, gosh, I just instantly want oatmeal and scrambled eggs and fruit when normally a weekend breakfast away would have triggered me to say, let's go stop and get donuts. Let's get, um, you know, all the things that I can't have before because, you know, starting when we get back from vacation, then I'm going to need to get back on track. And the fact that immediately I had that answer, okay, fruit, oatmeal, and some scrambled eggs, I was like, man, I, I, I'm such a psychological nerd. I like to know why I feel that way, like what triggered me into thinking this way. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, honestly, I could have a donut, but I could have the, you know, greasy hash browns and eggs, which is totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm like, I just knew that it wouldn't sit well on a hot summer day playing golf outside. But honestly, I wasn't concerned with what I was eating 
as I was to how that meal was going to make me feel afterward. So I can honestly remember a time, which is probably where you are right now, when I only wanted bad, you can't see my hands, but I'm doing like the finger quotes when I say bad foods on vacation, because that was the only time I allowed myself to have them. Um, So it was such a fight all the time. Like, come on, Christy, you can stay on plan. Come on, come on. And and I never could. I never could because that food was just so intense because I always restricted it. And if this sounds familiar to you, then I so feel you. And you know what? Having anxiety over what you eat on vacation is a time-wasting, mental-manipulating, fun-sucking beast that's going to take over your life if you let it. So when you can eat the same on vacation as you do when you're at home, you're in a good place with food. And I want to tell you another scenario that happened to me as I was healing my relationship with food. And and mind you, this took me about a year, maybe even two years in when I experienced this. So for me, I took a very slow route uh, to intuitive eating and more balanced eating. So um, I just want to let you know there is no timeline, but now my clients are feeling this this time frame on like a 12 week, I mean, less than 12 weeks there. Some of them are finding it within the first two weeks. I had a client just go on vacation and she came back and she was like, oh my gosh, instantly. She was on week two of my 12 week program. And she's like, I, I already am experiencing peacefulness around food and just like that intensity and that pull just isn't there anymore, Christy. And it was just incredible. So yeah, I'm, I'm telling you this now because believe me, I took the long way around this and, um, I have, with working with so many clients, developed kind of a, a, a really specific and structured route to go through to end binge eating and heal your relationship with food. So a little, little off track there. But another thing that happened was back when we were going on this vacation and I was hungry and ready to eat. And I really, so on this uh, menu, you know, it had this crispy chicken wrap. And I was like, ooh, this is where at first my first thought, second thought thinking came in, which is a helpful tool I use with my one-on-one clients. But your first thought is I should get that salad with some grilled chicken because it's healthier and I'm going to be in a bathing suit later tonight when we hit the hot tub. My second thought is get what you really want a wrap with crispy fried chicken and tortilla chips. That sounds so satisfying. And I still had some nourishing foods in there. So I'm like, yeah. So if you see, your first thought is always your most socially ingrained thought, but your second thought is your mindset thought. It's your growth thought. It's the thought that we start planting the seeds in. And once you keep um, putting in those mental reps and practicing at each meal, this is what is going to set you up with the all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I want uh, the oatmeal and fruit and scrambled eggs. Or, oh my gosh, all of a sudden, It'll just hit you because of all these mental reps that you're putting in to challenging those negative thoughts around food that, no, I can have the cried, cried, oh my gosh, crispy fried chicken and tortilla chips if I want, because that sounds satisfying. I might add something to it, like pair that salad with it, because that would be awesome with it too. So the moral of the story is I ended up getting what I really wanted and that crispy chicken wrap that oatmeal with the fruit and scrambled eggs, all of that was so good. And to tell you the truth, 
I ended up getting halfway through my meal and decided that I was done because I was satisfied. You'll notice that when you're eating foods that you aren't satisfied with, you'll almost overeat them sometimes a little bit more because you're trying to find that satisfaction, but it's just not there. And what I mean by satisfaction is those foods that are like what you probably previously called bad foods, right? Like the donuts, like, um, the crispy chicken, right? The fried chicken, like don't get those. Da, 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 da. So when you deprive yourself of those foods, it's actually only going to make your binge eating and intensity around them worse. So again, as we were leaving the restaurant, my husband was like, yeah, let's go get ice cream. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. So we pulled into the ice cream place and I was thinking about like, okay, I'm going to get my twisted cone with sprinkles because that's what my two-year-old says, sprinkles. When he was two, he used to say that. And I was like, I just wasn't feeling it. But again, my first thought was just get it. When are you going to get ice cream again? Now's your chance. You're on vacation. Splurge, go for it. And my second thought was, Christy, you can always have ice cream later or anytime on this vacation when you are actually feeling it. So I was like, mm, I'm not going to get the ice cream because I knew that we could always come back later. I could come back tomorrow. Ice cream's not going anywhere. I can always have more later, right? As opposed to that thought of, oh, shoot, you better eat it now because your diet starts Monday, even though I wasn't feeling it. We've all been there when we've eaten something just because we thought we had to because we thought that food was going away, even though we didn't really want it. So now here's what would have happened if I would have eaten the salad that I really didn't want for dinner. Um, or you can use any food, you know, kind of scenario in that. But I know, I know for a fact that this is how this scenario would have played out because I have done it so many times before. So this is what would have happened if I would have eaten the salad with the uh, grilled chicken instead of the fried chicken that I actually wanted. So I would have eaten the salad even though it didn't sound good and I would still appear to be hungry because it never truly satisfied my appetite. The second thing that would have happened is even though the ice cream didn't sound appealing, I would have eaten it anyway because I was so unsatisfied with my dinner. And the third thing that would have happened is then I would have felt even worse because I ate the two things I didn't really want. So because I actually, for the first time in I think decades at that point, I ate what I really wanted to. And even though it was the more, it, you know, I'm just going to air quote it again, unhealthy version. I was actually more satisfied with this meal because I didn't need anything else after it. And that is the sign of satisfaction in a meal is that you could have tons of donuts around you or ice cream or whatever and be like, I'm good. So if you're counting calories, which I do not, um, I still had less calories by eating the quote unquote unhealthy choice. And again, I'm not encouraging you to count calories. I'm really just trying to help you nail this point home here that the moral of the story is when you learn to respect your body, honor your hunger, respect your fullness and feed it what it wants and what it needs at that time, you're going to find yourself in a very healthy relationship with food. That's always fun. So here are the five steps to help you eat intuitively on vacation. So before, during, and after, all right? So number one, when you're 
before you even go on vacation, a weekend away, the last thing I want you to do is to restrict your food or to restrict your calories. What this does is it only pulls back that bow of restriction and it pulls it back so far. I can't eat that. I can't eat that. That Once that vacation starts, the second it starts, you're going to let that arrow go because you've pulled it back so far and now you're just going to go straight into binge city. So I want you, especially on vacation, to eat what sounds and feels good to you at that moment, okay? And yes, if this is your first time doing this, practicing uh, full permission around all foods, you might feel like, oh, Christy, well, I did this and all I did was eat uh, like ice cream and all the things that made me feel bad. Well, you know what? What this will do is it'll actually help you kind of set up a place to where when you even get home, you're going to be like, I am craving nourishing foods. I'm craving a salad because when your brain gets clouded of these thoughts of, well, I never allowed myself to eat you know, this kind of food. So I might as well eat it all now. You know, I never allow myself to eat this kind of food in normal life. So on vacation, I guess I should eat it now because I'm just going to start again when I get back. So when you ignore your hunger or fullness signals and eat below or past your level of satiety or comfortability, this can often scramble those signals of your brain that tell you when you actually need to stop and, you know, or choose a different meal or eat a different food. Because remember, you don't have to eat the whole thing. You can always have more later. So number two, I want you to ditch the strict diets before vacation. We kind of talked about this a little bit before, but the more you resist, the more those cravings will persist. So when you deprive yourself of satisfying foods and eat solely nourishing foods, right? I'm only going to eat clean because I want to, you know, lose a quick five pounds in a week before I go on that vacation because I got to get into that bathing suit. What happens is you restrict yourself from what you actually want. And the more restriction you have, the more intense the binge. So allow yourself to eat what sounds good and what feels good to you. So number three, I want you to stop labeling foods as good or bad. This is a big one. It's something you're like, yeah, 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 Christy. But I'm like, I'm serious. This is whatever you label in your head. You know, if you label a food unhealthy, you're going to then label yourself unhealthy. So just like one cookie won't make you unhealthy, one salad won't make you healthy. Food is just food, but it can make you feel different from the amounts that you eat. Even foods like ice cream, gummy bears, brownies that are super satisfying, they're satisfying in the right amounts because you and I both know that we've overeaten those things and it has not tasted good. Like we're still trying to search for that first bite. So how you eat is more important than what you eat. So I want, I want you to focus on how you, how you want to feel after that meal is done. Okay. If you're going swimming after uh, dinner, then yeah, I'm probably not going to want to eat things that are weighing me down. Doesn't mean that I can't, you know, eat a burger or fries or anything like that, but I'm probably going to add in some, uh, like a salad or maybe some, um, corn, some broccoli, anything that's out there, maybe some of the fruit salad, because it's just going to feel better. We all know how that heavy meal sits in us when it's super hot out. So I want you to eat based on how you want to feel after the meal is done, instead of eating based on a list of good or bad foods. So number four, I want you to throw out the guilt and shame around your food choices. So if you ate more than planned, then acknowledge it and move on. Okay, that amount was too much. So next time I'm going to slow down at my meals and then pay attention to stop short of that. 
So use that one meal as a guidepost, okay? This was my first time. It's likely not gonna be perfect and nobody expects it to be perfect. So give yourself some compassion on this journey and remember that nothing is going to be perfect. But each meal can be a stepping stone into figuring out what does and doesn't work for you. Okay, I way too much because I didn't eat enough at breakfast and lunch. So dinner was out of control, like overeating. That did not feel good. So maybe I'm gonna eat more at breakfast and lunch and then that will help me feel more satisfied and I won't feel so intense when dinner rolls around. So number five, living in the gray. So I want you to think of the two extremes you could go for during a meal. So from the highest form of restriction to the highest form of binge eating or overeating. And then from there, I want you to find that happy medium. So if I'm going to a restaurant and I'm like, oh shoot, I wanna get the spaghetti with the chocolate cake afterwards and have all the things, no big deal, you could totally have that. Or if you have that restriction mindset and you're like, oh, I should probably just get the garden salad with shrimp and no dressing, right? You have those two extremes. So now maybe find that middle ground. Well, maybe I'll get the spaghetti, but then I'll get the side salad with it. So now you have that middle ground and now you're getting both the things that you're craving and also the things that are going to make you feel good. So what this does is when you think about adding both nourishment and satisfaction to your plate at the same time, this means adding something that will nourish your body because nourishing foods are most likely things that are leafy greens, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, filling fats, vitamins, proteins, laden foods. So I also don't want you to forget about adding in that satisfaction. So think foods that you crave like an extra scoop of peanut butter. So foods that you crave might be, okay, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna be okay with having this peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. Um, I'm gonna be okay with adding cheese or tortilla strips to my salad, or I'm gonna be okay with eating that half a donut with my soup and salad combo, you know, that was left over from breakfast. I'm okay with that because by eating this satisfaction now, it's gonna help me from overeating later on or binge eating later on. Because in all honesty, all foods can coexist in a healthy world. And it's time that we start living our lives rather than living for the look of health. Because health is not a look or a shape. It's a state of self-care. And seriously, you can do this. I am totally cheering you on every freaking step of the way. So my friends, I hope that this five-step guide helped you because I know this is something that I would have needed back when I was healing my relationship with food. So something else that I am giving away for free right now is a free download of my Binge Eaters Plate Builder. This is my plate building system where I actually have a templated system for you where you can start building your plate to end binge eating. You can kind of think of it like a choose your own adventure meal plan for binge eaters. So I want you to download this guide. It's completely free. So if you look in the show notes, look below and you will find the link to it. And from there, all you have to do is download it and then read the email and you will be set. You will be solid. You will be good to go. So once you do this, once you have a vacation, especially if you've um, gone through this system and you were like, oh, Christy, I used it and it was awesome or whatever happened, I want you to email me back and be like, Christy, this is how it went because <laughs> I'm really curious to hear. So my friends, that is all I have for you today. And until next time, Intuitively strong, 